Hey yo, hey yo, listen. Yo, what's good? You're listening to Sin. 90.7. Hip, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Damn you! You get hit the easy one. You're listening to Sin Hip Hop. Yes, <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Sin Hip Hop here, and my name is Hannah, your host. We are back with another Wednesday. We're hoping you're having a lovely evening. It's time to talk again to the latest and greatest in music business. And tonight we have yet another interview. I'm very excited to introduce this guest. We've heard him on Sin Airways before. We are joined by Boy Graduate. Welcome to the show. How are we feeling? Yo, yo. Yes. Good. Thank you for having me. Yo, absolutely welcome. Thank you for coming on board. We're so happy to have you here. Of course. I've been on Sin a few times. 100%. You're a resident. Yeah. Yeah, basically a vet. <laughs> totally. And let's dive right into the music. So last week, actually, on the show, we premiered your new track, Someone Like You. It's your latest yeah. single. It incorporates themes of confusion and disbelief. Um, I want to get to the premise of it. What does the song mean to you and what sort of message are you trying to convey to your listeners? Uh, this this song, this song means a lot to me because it's actually very personal. It's to my partner who I've been to been with for the last 10 months or so so um in my on my Instagram I posted like a little note next like on the carousel you know to her saying that you know I wrote the demo while she was away with her friends and I was missing her or whatever and I um I sent her the demo and she's like I always send her my demos and she was like yeah it's good like she supported like always and I, we just never talk about where I get my inspiration from or whatever. So, but of course you would, she would think that maybe it's about her and yeah. So it's very, a very vulnerable track. And I sent it to, I sent it to a guy I'm working with, Hamley, who I work with a lot. He's in Melbourne. And um, he was like, next time you're here, we're, we're definitely working on that. So I was, I was in Melbourne two weeks later and we finished that track. So yeah, it's, it's very, it's very nice to get out there. Definitely. It is a beautiful uh, track as well. We're going to listen to it a bit later again. Um, what was the process, you know, it coming together in the studio? How did that feel? Because I guess at the moment, you know, with these trying times, COVID, we can say it so many different ways, I guess. What was that like yeah. feeling back in the studio and being creative? At, at the moment, I've just been recording at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a producer in the Philippines called Ronnie. And he just sends me beat packs a lot. And... I just pulled up that beat and it just, it's just one of those things where the universe just took control and it just all came out. So it was very, it was very easy for me to write. It's the original vocals as well. I didn't really record any of the vocals. Um, And when we came, when I came to Melbourne and worked with it on Hamley, he just brought it home. Like he added a new bass line and made all like the butterfly kind of sound. Like it was very stripped back when I brought it to him and he definitely like, produce the hell out of it <laughs> yeah no it's incredible i can't wait to give it another listen and speaking of the philippines you just mentioned it then you you've been a busy man i mean like considering this whole yeah. lockdown stuff the last few years you've been pretty busy doing the whole traveling thing you were living in the philippines and returned back to melbourne when the pandemic did kick off uh mm-hmm. you're known to incorporate you know philo culture into your craft uh what's the experience for like returning back to Australia from a play out where your culture plays an integral part in the creative process. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. And it's a lot different because before I moved to the Philippines, I actually didn't really, uh, 
incorporated like of course when people ask they'll be like yeah I'm half like Filipino but I didn't really feel a connection with the Philippines properly until I moved there and I realized that I didn't feel out of place so uh, when I moved back I was reaching out to a lot more Filipino Australians and kind of telling them about like what's happening over there and there's this whole music scene over there and that we should be connecting with our culture more and the narrative that I find from other like Filipino Australians, because I was trying to get down to the bottom of it as well. Like, why weren't we, why aren't we repping it enough? And it's probably to do with like underlying racism growing up. Like even my girlfriend, she's Filipino and she got bullied for bringing Filipino food to school. So like from there as a kid, like she just never brought Filipino food to school uh-huh. again. And yeah. that, that all that kind of stuff happens. So um, I guess that's why it took me to move over there to realize that it's actually a big part of me. And that's, that's kind of been my message as well now moving forward and reaching out to like people who are similar to like me. And it's, it's really, it's really interesting. It's given me like a new life on making music and yeah. Definitely. And it's really great to see, I think, incorporated into your sound and music, because not only does it educate, you know, people who might not know a lot about Filipino culture, but it gives us that different sound. And I think it really, you know, sets you above the rest when, you know, diving into your culture. Yeah. And we were just saying in the pre-interview, you've recently signed with Warner Brothers Music Philippines. Congratulations. This is a huge achievement. It's a massive milestone. And you're involved with something called the Global, is it Piney Movement? Pinoy. Pinoy. Yeah. Pinoy, can you explain to us what that is and what sort of what does the movement mean? Uh basically, basically, uh there's a genre over there in the Philippines, which is like a karaoke style, which every Filipino parent would like sing. And it's called OPM, which stands for Original Pinoy Music. And this new dubbed GLOPM is Global Pinoy Music. So it's a take on the old school uh Pinoy music and it's and now it's like the new approach uh they over there they call it like computer music they're they're still like very behind in technology (laughs) and the fact that you can make music on a computer now is like very mind-boggling to them so like there was an article about me in a newspaper and they're like oh computer music artist so that's um that's a category that we fall under because there's a lot of I think there's 10 million Filipinos outside of the Philippines yeah. And a lot like we're a talented bunch. Like I'm not much of a singer, but everyone who's Filipino is pretty much a good singer. And yeah, I think there's a lot of people coming up on that fits under that glow PM banner. Um, and that's, that's, that yeah, falls into everything that I'm doing as well. Excellent. And working with them, can we expect any like new music? Can we get any more some exclusives? Like what's coming up for you next? Yeah, for sure. I just finished my EP uh, wow. which I kind of hinted at on my artwork. It says in the bottom there, like, a uh, what does it say? Like a take from the EP and the EP is actually called own advice. So that comes out, that comes out at the end of the year and there's a few more singles dropping before that. So, uh, that's, I guess, I guess a good thing about the lockdown. You can work on music if you have a, if you have a solid team where you can work in correspondence and you don't have to be in the same room together. Um, it's been quite easy because of those relationships. Oh, so I'm, I'm glad to hear. That. 
Excellent. And I was having a look at a bit of your past resume and saw that you opened the acts such as Bliss and Essa, right? I've got a question for you. I mean, we just had the VMAs today, which was amazing as well. And it got me thinking about all these amazing artists being on stage. Do you have like a sort of wish list for people that you'd love to collaborate with in the future, people who maybe inspire you or someone you just love to meet, I guess? Mm. Uh, the, straight away, the name that comes to my mind is Drake, but I'm not really digging his latest. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really digging his latest album. So, and that's huge for me as a like Drake is my number wow. one favorite artist. So, like, I don't know, but of course Drake. Like, I'll still say Drake, <laughs> but I'm just. I'm still battling with my mind that like, there's a Drake project that I'm not really vibing to at the moment. I wish, yeah. Graduate, you were involved in our um, conversations on the show last week because we have been breaking <laughs> down the entire feud between Drake and Kanye. And I can't wait for Kanye. the girls to listen to this part of the song because Michelle in particular, <laughs> we're all a lover of Drake. But um, yeah, I feel like some people definitely agree with your views right now. Oh, well, yeah. that's great. And finally, to kick us off as well, give us your social media shout out. Where can people find you online? Uh, it's Boy, boy Graduate uh, for everything. So on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Facebook, everything is just boy graduate. Boy graduate, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Hannah. Cheers. That wraps up that interview, Sin Hip Hop Fam. But don't you worry, there's plenty more. You can always listen into our show from 8 p.m. every Wednesday on 90.7 FM or sin.org.au. In the meantime, have a look at our socials. Just search Sin Hip Hop on Instagram, Facebook, and Omni. 